In your book, The Law of Love, you also talk about the Ten Commandments. And you have some fresh insights on that as well. They also re- received the demythologizing, remythologizing treatment. Well, let me talk about that because I loved writing that chapter and I hope it's helpful because one of the things I say in it, I don't think we're finished with the Ten Commandments and they're not finished with us because all they need is a makeover. But I want to tell you a quick story before we get there because I had a wonderful encounter with the Ten Commandments. When many years ago, when I was teaching in one of our Jesuit high schools in Australia, I was teaching Year 10 RE. And that year RE class, by the way, I had them last period Friday for two years. I have done purgatory on earth. Last period Friday. Like who thought that was a good idea? I know when someone has to teach last period Friday, but that's what we think the phys ed department's for. You've run around the block 10 times. But anyway, I, we were on parent teacher night and all the parents were coming through. And, you know, we had a pretty well-heeled parent body. And one of the boys in my class was a wonderful, wonderful fellow. His dad was a Supreme Court judge and a very strong personality as one might think and he and his wife very lovely people but they turned up to have the meeting with me on parent teaching night and uh, just as we started talking about the boys uh, performance in religious education which was very good his honor got a little worked up and slammed his hand down like if we were at the on the bench or something and said I tell you what we're paying a lot of money for this Jesuit education and my boy doesn't know the Ten Commandments and I looked at him and I I said, um, well, why haven't you taught him the Ten Commandments? And he said, well, that's your job. I'm not paying all this money for him not to know the Ten Commandments. And I said, well, everything else is up on the fridge door, so why haven't you put those up there too? And I said, and to be honest, knowing them all off by heart is one thing, but you know, it's not a question of knowing them off by heart. We can rattle off anything. It's a question of whether you're living it or not. And I said, and you've got to remember that uh, Jesus himself took the Ten Commandments and explicitly they're linked in the text and said, well, my summary are three, love God, love your neighbor, love yourself, which are the more positive of the negative Ten Commandments. So what you shan't do, you shall not do. Now, This is what we must do. And I said, so it strikes me that your son would know very, very well the love of God, the love of neighbor and the love of self. And the Society of Jesus is not called the Society of Jesus for nothing. We're following Jesus, as important as the Ten Commandments might be. And there was a little gap in transmission. And the wonderful wife of his honor turned and said, I told you not to take on a Jesuit. It was one of those lovely moments where, you know, the idea that uh, somehow we're not good Catholics or not good Christians and we can't know these things off by rote. But in fact, I, I tell people that some things they don't know. There are not 10 commandments. There are 613 commandments in the Mosaic law. And they're all sort of given equal prominence as though they're all equally the same. Well, that's not true. It wasn't true then. It's not true now. They cover everything from dietary laws, stealing, murder, skin diseases, bodily functions, temple worship and other religious laws. But they aren't equally important. And that escaped Catholics for a little while too. Everything was of the same importance. Well, it isn't. And we have to have the ability to grade things. Um, Having said that, when I was thinking about uh, wanting to talk about the Ten Commandments and why I think they matter, I came across this most extraordinary article by a writer and journalist called Brian Appleyard. And Brian Appleyard is a Jew, but he would consider himself, by self-definition, a secular and uh, non-practicing Jew. 
But he was struck that in management theory, in all these courses, MBAs and everything that people do, even down to a journalist code of ethics, that you go along, they've got the Ten Commandments of everything. So the Ten Commandments of good management, the Ten Commandments of good writing, whatever it might be. And I think quite insightful, he said, what is it about the Ten Commandments which no one knows anymore or no one cares about or a lot of people don't seem to care about? Why does the term and the phrase have a claim on us? Why does it still capture our imagination? And that led him to go back to the Ten Commandments as a secular, non-practicing Jewish man to have a look at were the fundamental of his own religious tradition. And so he, he go, when he goes through them, he gives a, a modern application of what he thinks each of the Ten Commandments are doing. So I have, in a wonderfully titled article? In a wonderful title article called Sinai of the Times. So Sign of the Times, Sinai of the Times. And it's fantastic summary. So they are, I am the Lord your God, you shall have no other gods before me. Be serious. You shall not make you for yourself an idol. Get real, you can't serve several gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Be humble, you're the creature, not the creator. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Be quiet. Honour your father and mother. Respect age. You shall not murder. Don't kill, for all murder ends up being suicide. You shall not commit adultery. Mean what you say. You shall not steal. Don't steal, or all the world will die. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbour. Honour others, their frailties are usually your own. You shall not covet your neighbour's house, wife, servant, ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbour. Be kind, be generous and don't sleep around. Now, the thing I like about that is, you know, when you just put all those together, he's saying when we just use new language, it's be serious Get real, you can't serve several gods, be humble, the creature is not the creator, be quiet, respect age, don't kill or we'll all end up committing suicide, mean what you say, don't steal or there'll be nothing left for anyone, honour others, their frailties are usually your own, be kind, be generous, don't sleep around. So just brilliantly, I think, he's taken these extraordinary statements that have held the test of time and recrafted them in a way that so many other people could now engage with them in a way that's still incredibly challenging. So what I do with each of them is unpack them and see what they might have to say to us today. <laughs> 